like I see a new day And don't I do what I do say I'm through talking so I'ma let you face And let yay do yay Man, yeah, at some point, like, we actually have to deep that this song exists. Like, this song is fam. Let's no, 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 let's really sit down and talk about it for a second. Okay, this song is well, comfortable by Lil Wayne, if you guys haven't heard it, but it has Lil Wayne on it, has Babyface, mm-hmm. produced by Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Is that not the craziest lineup? And guess what? Guess what, mm-hmm. though. Mm. Babyface didn't play it when he beat Teddy Riley. It's so nuts. It's so nuts. But Teddy Riley had a few songs that I was confused why he didn't play. Because you, you after you do what you did on the first one, mm. where he was trying to do too much, you, you have to accept that you have to just take the L. But so imagine, but imagine if it worked. Nah. If it had worked, it would have been the greatest thing of all time. He still would have lost, but he would have been doing pageantry and lost. Because that's when and it that's when, beautiful. That's when Babyface would have gone to his Mariah bag. Do you see what I'm saying? Like that's facts. That's facts. But Teddy Riley was trying to put on a show, and I was here for it. Yeah. I was here for it. But yeah. Teddy Riley's always been what my my third favorite producer of all time. Nigga, just making up numbers now. Making up my third. Making up producer rankings. That's how you sit down <laughs> to really do it. Like, Ooh, but is he really? Nigga, intro the podcast. <laughs> This guy, man. Oh, we're back. We're back. We're back. Welcome track. back. Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back. Track 33. Jeez. 33. Paul. 33. It's a Scotty Pippin pod. This is crazy. I'm surprised you didn't open with Future. Mm. That went over a lot of people's heads. But You're disrespectful. I shouldn't even do it. <laughs> see why I want to quit? <laughs> Let me see the accountant. Mm-hmm. Mm. Huh? What'd you Let say? me see <laughs> this guy. <laughs> oh my days. <laughs> accounting. Get out of here. <laughs> Yo, we're back. We're back. We're back. I am a hundred, two hundredths of the podcast. Mm. Um, come on, man. I have to. You have to keep on pushing their math ability. I'm going to give you guys a second to catch that because 200 divided by 100 is... 50%. Listen, come on, man. Come on, man. Um, my name is Kex, otherwise known as Raheem, otherwise known as DJ Kex, otherwise known as DM Kex, otherwise known as the Notorious K-E-K, otherwise known as the big Machiavelli. Who, who has I- ever called you that? <laughs> Hey, yo, Paul, 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 mm-hmm. Paul, why can't you ever just let me yeah, shine? No, because you didn't let me lie on the podcast last week <laughs> <laughs> when, I said I was in, when I said I was in Madrid or wherever I said I was, all right? Yo, this nigga can never let me have anything, oh my no, God. No, not at all. <laughs> but if that's how I identify, then who are you telling me that I can't identify like that? That's a great point. And that mm. takes us into this week's social justice. <laughs> <laughs> yo. If you couldn't tell, the person who I am joined by is someone who's never been the tail. 
Mm-hmm. He only has experience being the head. Mm. He doesn't take L's. Mm-hmm. He takes learning experiences. Mm. I'm going to say that again. He doesn't take L's. Mm-hmm. He takes learning experiences. Mm. Podcast Pete, let them know. A millionaire. We are two stubborn millionaires born with Nigerian hat. Fam. <laughs> Power to the people about to do maintenance. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, we're going to roll like crack when it came in. Mm. It's me. Mm-hmm. It's me. Mm-hmm. It's Podcast P. And you're now tuned into another edition of the world famous. We be the infamous. You heard of us. Come Real on, Milton Keynes and Manchester murderers. Um, <laughs> Coming live at you via satellite, mm. on your cellular devices, or mm. on your laptop devices, or Come desktop on, devices, or Come tablet on, devices. Come on, man. Um, or, or any really audio device. Um, we here. <laughs> we back. We here for real. We here for real. Track 33. Mm. Track 33. How you feeling, my good friend? Um, It's kind of weird, man. It's weird. At this point, like... I can't believe that we're still here for real. Like, we haven't been run off yet. Fam, deep how many obstacles have actually come in our way? You know what it is, yeah? It's not even the obstacles. It's the fact that, like, people still listen. Mm. Like, we haven't changed Mm. what we do. For real. Do you know what I mean? Like, you would think at some point they'd be like, okay, aren't you guys going to, like, talk about something deeper than just the music? Like, like, Mm. I've never had a, a request from someone for us to talk about, like, the outside of music shit that happens with artists. Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, because obviously we came onto this podcast and said we're never going to talk about gossipy shit. We don't know these people. And quite frankly, we do not care. Um, yep. But like, I've never, like, in however much we joke, we'll talk about Sweetie. Like, we never had someone, mm. at least me, I never had someone come up to me and say, so you're going to talk about what Quavo's and Sweetie's breakup means for their music? Like, we never had that. Like, ever. We, like, we never had anyone come up to us and say, you're going to talk about like the, what Meg is doing or like do you know like do you know what I mean mm. like never like and people still come back and they still listen knowing that when we say we're going to give you a J. Cole breakdown like we're not going to talk about J. Cole's personal whether she's going to talk yeah. about the music, the music. like yeah like I, I just think that it always shocks me but I'm always mm. appreciative man always appreciative mm. that's facts that's facts because it's been tempting as well like I won't lie there's been times where it's like oh I know if we talk on this, then that could get bare clicks, but we stay true to who we are. Yeah. We haven't changed up the formula and it's, it seems to be working. So, you know, we'll carry on. It's doing a job, man. Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. For you real. For real. Now, Paul, I want to preference this episode from earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you already know, but I'm mm-hmm. going to let the people at home know. Um, this is my flu game, for real. For real. I am sick, no Ross. Like, this mm-hmm. is. This is crazy. I'm really struggling to breathe. Mm-hmm. But we knew that we had to come and perform for you guys, give you people what you need. So I'm here. I don't like myself, man. Because you said I'm struggling <laughs> to breathe. And the first thing that came to my head was Destiny Child lose my breath. I can't stand you. And then, this is why I can't. <laughs> and then my mind just went to a million places. So I was like, how many songs talk about not being able to breathe? So I was like, tell me how I'm supposed to breathe in. <laughs> Yo, I can't stand this guy. How do I breathe? <laughs> yo, yo, anyone who's listening, we have, I'm ready to trade. I'm so ready. Listen, second round pick. That's all I'm asking for. 
Don't do that. I'm worth so much more than a second round pick. A <laughs> bare minimum, I'm a second round in cash compensation. You're yeah, <laughs> bare minimum. You'll get at bare minimum. You have to ask for some cash compensation. I don't even know what cash compensation is. I always Bro, see that in trades. I've never that, understood what. It is. I've never understood. Like, so you're just giving me cash. Fam. Like, <laughs> you're just paying for this player. You're paying for this player. I thought that wasn't allowed. Like, <laughs> and the oh, NBA, dude. the NBA swears it's not modern day slavery, but that's a different <laughs> social justice segment. <laughs> oh my days! How are you feeling though? Man, I am good. I'm so groovy. Mm. I got power. Mm. I'm so groovy. Mm. I got power. Mm. Oh, that's your bitch. Man. I just bought it. Wow. Oh, that's your bitch. Mm. I just bought it. Wow. Personally, mm-hmm. Plain Jane, mm-hmm. Yeah, you see how Paul takes it too far every time? Every time. <laughs> this guy was about to give you the whole song. <laughs> yeah, you asked me how, my, how I've been. That's how I've been. <laughs> nah, I've, I've 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 been good, you know. Just acclimatizing to the new surroundings, you know. Mm. Um, we real high up, we stay grounded. Um, Come on, man, that went over a lot of people's heads too. Bad that don't catch it. It went over so many people's heads because "Grounded" is an Ari Lennox song, so they thought mm-hmm. I was chatting shit. I'm I'm sticking to my music theme. Mm-hmm. Um, but now nah, we've been we've been good, man. We've been vibing. I, I got a little, you know, I'm dealing with a little sight and sight too. So this is definitely. Track day three is definitely the flu game. Mm. We're gonna we gonna make it through. We're gonna persevere. Mm-hmm. We're gonna pod it. We're gonna pod a fear. Yeah, turn off the mics, man. Turn off, <laughs> stop recording. We're gonna make it through. We're gonna make it through because we're gonna make it through because we got a big episode for you. And what we mm-hmm. have in store this week is um, album reviews. It's the end of May wrap up. Um, other than this past weekend, I definitely wasn't feeling like Floyd in this May weather because it was mm-hmm. raining non-stop. Yep. Non-non-stop. Being but... cold. Fam. I've been having to leave the house with a jacket. Bro, I, I, I have a blanket on. Like, right this now, is... I have my blanket with me. <laughs> in May. Fam. It should be too hot to wear a hoodie. It is not. Fam, it is not. It is perfect hoodie weather. <laughs> it's still hoodie and bomber jacket weather. Like, does that Fam. make sense? I've been wearing my same hoodie and bomber jacket combo for seven months. This crazy. When say I'm not in crazy. Minnesota, fam, I'm telling you, June, June. If you're hearing me now, you better fix up, because you know June, you represent me personally as well. <laughs> but that's a different podcast for a different month. That's a different podcast for a different month. Yeah. So this week is album review time, um, and and this month we got a couple of. There are a lot of decent albums that came out this month. Like just in general, um, mm-hmm. we wanted to hone in on three specific ones. So we have for you. Um, a goddess in the mix. Mm. Goddess Miss mm. Georgia Smith dropped a little eight pack with Be Right Back, a little newest Matt. EP. And then we're gonna go into big, big friend of the show, um, out mm. of the, the land of milk and honey, Matt. the city where kings and queens are born for real, for real, where legends are raised, Matt. someone who you know, someone whose jersey will go up in the rafters next to ours for real. Um, Mr. Cam Thomas released wow. his newest his newest project, Financial Times. Wow. And we'll be getting into that. If you don't know who Cam Thomas is, track 17, where I'm from, we'll give you a nice little introduction into who he is. Go mm. listen to that and then come back to this point right here. Um, mm-hmm. And you can continue with, with this podcast. But yeah, go back, check track 17, where I'm from. That was, look how many pods ago that was in Source by Cam. So long ago. Right back here. We'll right it felt like here. it was yesterday. Bro, it feels like it was yesterday, but we're still here. Um, mm. And then finally, we'll be taking you to 
um, the gut, the ghetto. We'll take mm. you. We'll be. We'll be taking you down into the trenches. We'll actually mm. take you to Haiti with an album mm. called "Pray for Haiti" by rapper Mac Homie, um, who many of you may not have heard of. But I'll just put it this way: the the album was EP'd by Westside Gun, so mm-hmm. you can tell where we're going with this. Listen, man, <laughs> just stick around. I promise yeah. you, you're gonna want to stick around. You're not gonna want to miss that. You're gonna, not gonna want to miss that. And yeah, then in between that, we'll obviously do what we do here on this podcast. We'll give you some recommendations at some point. Maybe who mm-hmm. knows? Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll spice it up a bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, we'll um, we'll we'll let you know um, about some stuff that's been going on in real life. Yep, and then later on, we'll probably let you know about some stuff that's been going on outside of music in the social justice segment. Um, we'll, of course, be shouting out someone, maybe even everyone that is Black, because what we do here is Sumi, um, mm. where we root for everybody that's Black. And then at some point, we'll also give you a chance to get to know us just a tad bit better with a little segment that we like to call Get to Know, which I still don't like calling it Get to Know, because it's not really Get to Know, because you don't <laughs> learn anything about us, you know what I mean? But yeah, you you, um, you will at some point. That name had to stick now, man. There's been too many episodes. Why did you commit it? It really doesn't. We could very easily just change it. <laughs> to what? To question of the week. See, nah, we'll work on it. See. We'll, we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go to our go to our what's it called? Our Instagram page at yeah. two underscore stubborn underscore Nigerians. Send us some um DM us some names that we can change segments to. Why did you call it names? Or you could have said DM us some recommendations that we could change. Come on, man. Listen, I told you, this is my flu game. I'm not... (laughs) (laughs) I'm working. I am not coherent. (laughs) I am a decoy out here. I'm just trying to get to the end. All right, let's get into it. What have you been listening to this week? Oh, man. I have been listening to a lot a lot a lot of just random music um my phone stayed on shuffle um i would say the only album that i played probably once a day and i can't even say album it was more so the first three songs of um soulfly rod wave uh really good project really really good project but outside of that it's been a lot of random music and a lot of the albums that we are going to be reviewing today just right. so that I can come in and give my best, my best foot forward. Fair, makes sense, makes sense. Mm. That's what we like to hear. You? Um, Common mm-hmm. and Solange. Mm. I don't know why. I mean, I do know why. I've been setting, no, up, yeah. a new, I've been setting up a new house, so I needed something mm. vibey in the background. But yeah, a lot of Common and a lot of Solange. And because I'm high up, I can really see the cranes in the sky. Mm. Um, so, Fam, There's that I, one crane outside of your window that for the life of me is, <laughs> you know, it actually annoys me because i need to i need to see an action i'm sorry i need it right to know now. what it does i'm staring at it right now that, that crane is so jarring why is it there bro, I, bro this whole week i've been trying to drink it away <laughs> i tried to drink it, it away, away. <laughs> i i guess what at no point at no point did she think to either talk it out or go to therapy Mm. She wanted mm. to do everything else mm. but address herself. Man, fam, I mean, <laughs> yo, what song was it? Um, oh my god, it was a Whitney Houston song that I oh, listened to the other day. It's not right, but it's okay. Fam, <laughs> I was like, yo, you've made a whole song based on the flimsiest piece of evidence I've ever. She said, Oh, whoever you went to dinner with was real cheap because you only bought a dinner for two. 
I said, yeah, now nah, me and my, I pay for my, I, I pay for my homie. Everyone else pay for themselves. <laughs> Fam, what's the issue? <laughs> You're making a whole song about I got you. <laughs> I, I caught you. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't catch anything. Hey, listen, man. What I'm going to say is it's not right, but it's okay. Mm. Right? Like, that's a, niggas don't want to see Whitney. I mean, Mariah does, but no one else wants to see Whitney. And no one, no one whatsoever. No one, no one wants to see Whitney. <laughs> Maybe Brandy. No, she doesn't. Brandy doesn't. Brandy respects Whitney too much. She wouldn't put her yeah. best foot forward. Yeah. Mariah would want to see Whitney. Mariah would, would go in there on smoke. Yeah, Mariah would be on serious, serious violence. <laughs> Mariah's on violence with everyone, man. Right, Mariah would be on serious. She that's that's Yardis and James Harden. Like for no reason, Mariah <laughs> would just come in on violence in that match. And you see that video of um Mariah in the swimming pool with the dolphins. Mm-hmm. And she hit the note and the mm-hmm. dolphin got gassed. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, Bye. the dolphin is me. <laughs> He is me and I am him. <laughs> I said, he's just like me. I saw she hit that one note and my mind instantly said, Paul, play the Emancipation of Mimi right now. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what I did? I played the Emancipation mm? of Mimi. No, of course she did. <laughs> the fuck? She said, we belong together. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, that why don't she... is so is... Yo, yo, why don't she want me, man? <laughs> yo, what movie is that? What, what scene does that from? <laughs> Yo, I just What's got the me? maddest flashback. Oh, yeah. <laughs> man, why don't you want me, man? man? Yo, I swear I could have made it as an actor. I could have done that. I tell people all the time. Like, I tell, bro, I tell people, everyone's like, so what did you want to be when you grow up? I, was like, I wanted to be Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you wanted to be an actor? Said, no, 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 no. I wanted to be a successful <laughs> rapper that mm-hmm. went broke mm-hmm. and then do a, and then got cast in a TV series loosely mm-hmm. based around Quincy Jones and Will Smith's life. Mm-hmm. And then go on to do what everything else that Will Smith did. I wanted to be in a bad movie like The Wild Wild West that had a fire mm-hmm. theme song because I turned mm-hmm. down a great movie like The Matrix. Like mm-hmm. I wanted all of that shit. <laughs> and niggas like, oh, so you wanted to be an actor? Nah. Willard Smith. That's who I wanted to be. <laughs> I said, don't, don't put me into a box. <laughs> but, like, like, if you're gonna put me into a box, put me into this box. Will <laughs> Smith. Oh man. Oh man. Huh. All right, cool. should we actually start podcasting? We should, we should. Yeah. Let's do it. So where should we start? Well, we should start where we always start with this little session called Get to Know Us, where we mm-hmm. let you, hold on, before I even do that. Come on. Get to know us. Ooh, mm. just get to know us, get to know. Get to know. Just blaze. Hey, I'm dipping out, man. <laughs> it's been fun for real. It's actually been so fun. <laughs> We had a good run. We had a good run. We had a great run. 33? Wow. wow. Not many people could say they did it. Nah, for real, for real. Um, <laughs> no, so for this week's Get to Know Us, um, I liked where you took it. So obviously this past week or past few weeks was the um, Billboard Music Awards, mm-hmm. where um, Billboard handed out some awards um, to a lot of different people. So the weekend took home like 13, which Eve once again screams in the face of Grammys who said he shouldn't be nominated for a single one. Insane. Insane. Um, Drake took home Artist of the Decade, which is a conversation in of itself, but huge congratulations to him. Brought out mm-hmm. his son Adonis onto the stage. Once again, huge congratulations to Pusha T for making that Fam. become a great Fam. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? <laughs> like, <laughs> fabulous. So Drake looks like a great dad, and all it took was Pusha T saying, Yo, love that girl. Forget that she's a porn star. Make her your world. Yo. <laughs> That this chat was so disrespectful. It's the greatest, one of the greatest moments in hip hop history. Like May 29th oh is genuinely a national holiday for me. 
Oh my god! Every year, one of the greatest moments. And you know what? I say it to people mm-hmm. all the time. I still haven't listened to that song again since the first two times I listened to it on the day. Never they swear. To it's so disrespectful. I don't need to hear it again. But right, every now and then, I'm just like, let me go listen to both this again. Like six. <laughs> no, I need to hear none of that again. But yeah, um, Billboard Music Awards happened, and in that, um, there was some legendary live performances. Man, um, once again, Silk Sonic came and did Silk Sonic things. And once again, proved correct my theory that those two niggas do not like each other. At all, at all. This this is a beef. This is a cold war that we are seeing. There's so much animosity there, and I need to understand why. I know why, but I need them to tell me why. Bro, I know the exact reason why. Bruno watched Anderson Pack become the coolest nigger in the game. And said, oh, you don't even know who you think (laughs) you're fucking with. Yo, Anderson Pack did it with no backup dancers. Mm-mm. And Bruno Mars said, "Nope, not on my nope, watch. Not on, not on my watch. You ain't <laughs> gonna be out here wearing sunglasses in, oh my God. in dark rooms performing <laughs> like I didn't start that shit." Yeah. And then Soldier Boy came in and said, "Yeah, but I was the first one to really um, do this shit for real." He was the first one to do it for real. We need to give Soldier Boy his flowers, man. All of them. All of this, them. The whole music game right now is based on Soldier Boy, and I'm not saying that as a joke. Like, I mean um, that dead ass, like. Fam, do we have streaming without Soldier Boy for real? We don't have streaming without Soldier Boy. You don't have TikTok without Soldier Boy. You don't have mm. Vine. Like, bro, the whole digital era of music was mm. brought in through that one man. And it sounds crazy, but if you give me time, I can prove it. Mm. Not not today, because I already told not you I've got some other important stuff to do. But one day, I might mm. sit you down and really break down the impact of Soldier Boy. That'll be the day that we give Soldier Boy and Ray J all of their flowers. Come on, man. Because Ray J really hit it first. Man. And went on Wax man. and told you about it. Ray J went on Wax, created a song called Boyfriend, <laughs> where he said to Bobby oh my Brown God. <laughs> about Whitney, listen, that's your wife. I'm just her boyfriend. She just needs to be rubbed a little different, bro. And I'm going to oh tell you God. how on a song. And Ray J is actually a supervillain. He's actually a supervillain. Ray J is what I, I fear Elon Musk will become. Like that, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Elon Musk is gonna come out. I made it. 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 I made it first. He will as soon as they can start really living on space. Elon Musk is gonna say, "This this whole shit was me. I built this shit. All of it, man. You see all of this here. None of this happens without us." Like, <laughs> by the way, that's one of the greatest post game post game speeches of all time. By the way, I hope we're in agreement there. Yeah, I really. I no, it was great. I just hate the fact that he did. He got like. Giving the clout to a post-game interview. Like <laughs> but he's part of the team. I promise you I hate Drake's clout. Like I promise you. <laughs> he's part of the team. No, he's, he's not. He's integral part of the team. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's our brand ambassador. He's our global brand ambassador. Shut up, nigga. Come on, man. Super important. <laughs> we don't um, win a championship without him battling Giannis for real. Raheem, we have a podcast to do. You're, you're <laughs> sick. You're sick. You said you're sick. You said you're just trying to get through it. <laughs> all right so yeah so um in the face of some of the like great live performances that were performed obviously like i said like we said salt sonic came and did a great one the weekend and i think ariana grande collabed and did a fantastic performance of save your tears um and also social media this past week was actually giving doja cat flowers for her live performances and i was thinking about the fact that like say so was the biggest song on the planet for a period and mm-hmm. she performed 
every time she performed that song, it was different, like a different mm-hmm. rendition of that song. Like the song never sounded like it does on the album. And then yep. each performance sounded different. Like she had a rock one. She had a super, super poppy one. She had a like mm-hmm. downright R&B one where she stripped it down and was just Man. Like, Man. so, so it got us to thinking of what are some memorable, iconic live performances that we've either seen in person or just seen on TV through award shows and at different points that we wanted to sort of bring up and raise. Mm. Um, and so I'm going to kick to you in the corner um, for you to get this quick catch and shoot three and, mm. and then we'll get back on defense. Mm. Mm. Um, I was going to shoot it, but I saw the defender coming at me. So I'm going to hit him with a pump fake first, sidestep it and then shoot. Um, I say that to say that there's two that I want to mention. The first one is Michael Jackson's Super Bowl performance. Um, man, man, just him standing there for what two minutes almost? Two All minutes the... was two hours. Fan <laughs> was it two hours that he stood still. <laughs> no, I was gonna, <laughs> but it felt like it. It felt like it. It really did feel like it, man. It felt like an eternity. And then he just slowly takes off his sunglasses. And then as his sunglasses get to his waist, the music just kicks off, starts going crazy. That's one of the best performance moments I've seen on camera. I can understand why people are losing their minds because it was Michael Jackson. Um, But the one that I really want to mention, and I'm not sure what year it was from, but it's Beyonce. No, not Homecoming. Um, Homecoming will be easy layout because that was an amazing performance, but the one I want to mention was Beyonce at the MTV Awards performing Ring the Alarm. One of it's just all stuck with me, man. Her coming out in the trench coat with all of the backup dancers behind her with the trenches and them doing that dance move where they were literally, I don't even know how to describe it, but they were almost like, it's like, how do you not fall over doing what you're doing? And then there's even more, man. I could even mention Bruno Mars at the Super Bowl, but. Mate, Man. you you could you could mention Beyonce at the 2012 or 2011 VMAs where she performed Love mm. on Top and then at the end mm-hmm. of it revealed she was pregnant. Oh man, that was crazy! Like that was crazy. And that Beyonce same, deserves her performance accolades for absolutely. Like even in that same VMAs, like that was one of the first times Kanye and Jay Z performed Otis. Like mm. I remember them starting right at the back of the stage and all they did was walk. Yep. Oh my floors. god. But do you remember when um when Jay-Z and I think it was the VMAs again where he performed Death of Auto Tune for the very first time? Absolutely. Oh my god. Absolutely. Or even when he performed Empire State of Mind for the first time, like released it at the VMAs in 2009 with Alicia Keys, and then Lil Mama thought, I'm from New York too, so let me get on stage. <laughs> yeah, and then she- Nah, shout out little mama. Because <laughs> that's my exact mindset. Facts. <laughs> Facts. You think Will Jordan could be on stage and I won't hop up there as well? Bro, fam, let Cam Thomas be on stage performing and <laughs> think I'm not going to jump on there. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. What about you though? What are some memorable performances? I've got two. Um, mm. The first one um, is Miguel's leg drop, the infamous leg drop. <laughs> The leg drop heard around the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, man! Because he was killing the performance, yeah. and then no, he still killed it. He still killed it, and he, hey man, the show must go on. He broke that woman's oh, neck, got straight up, and started harmonizing again. Like me, I wouldn't have been able to hit that next note, but he hit That's it. all. 
kept going. <laughs> I would have been apologizing like a like a fool. I'm like, sorry, yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so, 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 so sorry. Brad, we would have to stop right there and then. But he said, no, the show goes on. The show must continue. And he continued. Um, and she continued all the way to her compensation suit. Um, <laughs> she continued all the way to the bank, nigga. Um, <laughs> but I think for me, like the most iconic, literally the most iconic performance I think I've ever seen in my life um, because of just what it meant and, and the huge diametric shift that it encapsulated was one man wearing a red suit and a black mm. tank top with a couple of gold chains coming mm. out onto a white stage with a white background, with a white synth keyboard and one single mm. microphone and pressing a single note Damn. 16 times in a row. Damn. But 15 times in a row, pausing and then hitting it for the 16th and then... <laughs> dun, 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 Let's have a toast to the Who got you? Who got you? Who got you? Kanye West performing Runaway for the first time in the 2010 VMAs with Pusha T. Oh, my God. Um, You have to remember, literally 12 months ago, one year prior, is Kanye West coming on stage. Hey, Taylor, I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had the Mm. best video of all time. Mm. Um, Because she did. To which he was killed. Like, the... Like he said, no one man should have all this power. Like I was, I was, you know, the most hated man in the world. Like Barack Obama's coming out in press conferences, calling him a jackass. Like mm. live press conferences, like he was shunned, ostracized. Now it was really the VMA's fault because, as we said, that nigga was in a leather, all leather outfit with a bottle of Henny on the red carpet, and you thought he was coming on good intentions? <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, we shouldn't have been allowed into the auditorium that night. <laughs> like, should have been put on the first cab home. Like, put him in the first cab home. But then a year later, to, to come back, to close out the show, to mm. close out the show. Like he wasn't even nominated. He was there to close out the show. This was his redemption tour, and no. to to deliver that performance of what became one of the greatest constructed songs I think I've ever heard. And what mm. would begin the rollout well the rollout had already begun by this point but what would begin like the serious mainstream media rollout for what was to come in my beautiful dark twisted fantasy which Mm. as i have said on multiple occasions is the greatest album i've ever had in my life Mm. to give Mm. one of the greatest performances i've ever seen in my life to start off that rollout different chef's kiss man chef's kiss different that song still gives me goosebumps, man. Every time, man. And you, I like, like, I, like I say, you you get you get lost in like the pageantry of the song, like in mm-hmm. terms of the beat, in terms of the like you say, who got you, who got you, who got you. The even like when you think about the video, like the ballerinas and the, mm-hmm. the yeah, like the pageantry of the song, but like some of the shit he's saying, like never was much of a romantic. I can never man. take the intimacy, like. Mm. That alone is like it takes niggas decades worth of therapy to get to that level of self-realization. Yeah. Yep. And that's why I love music. Cause if some he said that in 2010, and like I know for me and I know for other people, you're able to hear that and just like, yo, that might be me for real. Fam. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like it, it takes it, it would it probably took him a lifetime of self-realization to realize that. 
but mm. he but him putting in that one line made it so easy for so other many people to realize that so early and begin to mm-hmm. work on it like never was much of a romantic i can never take the intimacy and i know i did damage because the look in your heart was killing me man like, man man oh my god i want to play that song now <laughs> oh my crazy, goodness crazy vibes right yeah, yeah no, nah, he killed that song. I he killed one, that song. I, I think that's one of the most legendary performances I've ever seen in my life. That's fair enough. That's fair. I can't, there's not much I can do to even argue that. That's like, man, that was legend. Even seeing it live, like when we saw it live, oh my God. Yeah. What yeah. an impactful moment. Special, 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 special. Mm. But man, that was get to know. It was. Um, I like to get to know. I like to get to know a lot. I love going down memory lane. I don't know what it is about going down memory lane. It's always just such a breath of fresh air. There's people we love to reminisce, man. Because mm. you know we all we always like to go back on the boogie when cats used to harmonize and shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, 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 ooh. It's not. It's not our podcast. It's not our podcast. They've already got it. Already had it. <laughs> they actually already have it it's right there <laughs> it's, it's right there like we could do it again like we could give you a part two because there's no reason why i can't get into two zion again like you know what I'm saying? Um, it's right there it's right there oh my god but paul what do we have next on the agenda all right sounds get serious once again um Obviously, this part of the podcast um, where we titled it Social Justice, where we just had to talk about things deeper than music, um, deeper than rap, away from life. And this episode is no different. And this episode is probably just as even more poignant still. Um, in this past week, um, would it marked a year to the day, May 25th, 2021, marked a year to the day that um, George Floyd was obviously murdered in Minneapolis, Minnesota by Derek Chauvin and three other um, Minneapolis police officers. Um, you know, the we've seen the video, we saw the trial, we watched, and you know, it was it's been a crazy tumultuous year. Um, it's been a difficult year, obviously naturally for the Floyd family, loved ones, and for the people who have sort of lost um, their loved ones at the hands of police violence and just really at the hands of racism um, in the US, in the United Kingdom, across the globe. And you know, this as as this this day came up, I was offered the opportunity to write, you know, just a short piece and reflection of, you know, this past year and and what it's meant and um, where we go from here. Mm-hmm. And for this week's social justice, I just wanted to read out a few excerpts um, from that piece. That piece can be found everywhere. It's on my link tree. It's in my bio. You can find it wherever you find me. Um, but I just wanted to just read just a short excerpt from from that piece just so we can really like reflect on what this year has been and what it's meant what we've achieved and where we need to go um Mm. so if you'll bear with me i just like to take this time to do so this time last year we were all left reeling disgusted and internally shaken by the murder of george floyd in minneapolis minnesota at the hands of four then minneapolis police officers The immediate days and weeks following this heinous act of violence, which a year later still is as heartbreaking as ever, represented a true landmark moment in the international fight for racial justice, equity, and the eradication of anti-blackness within society. Petitions were signed in record numbers, 
people while people the world over took to the streets to protest in solidarity in a manner unseen since the civil rights movements of the 1950s and 60s institutions at all levels international domestic and local released statements and pledged that they would be intentionally anti-racist and make racial justice a centerpiece of their organizational future however the However, as the weeks turn to months and the months have now become a year, we have to look back in true reflection and ask ourselves, how much has changed? How much progress have we really made? 12 months on from the biggest wave of anti-racist advocacy and sentiment I have ever experienced in my lifetime, what have we truly achieved? You cannot change the world in one day. And of course, centuries of deep-rooted and many times political racism cannot be eradicated in 12 months. But that is the exact reason that 12 months on, our advocacy and our commitment to ending racism and structural injustice needs to be even greater than it was in the days and weeks following May 25th, 2020. It was a true step in the right direction when guilty, guilty, guilty was the declared verdict in the murder trial of Derek Chauvin, but that was merely accountability. Now is the time and the moment for transformative justice, the time and the moment for action, the time and the moment for transformation, and the time and the moment for true systematic change of universal proportions. Sadly, Mr. Floyd will never be able to live a full, the full life he deserved. And no matter how hard we try, we can never truly right that wrong. But we can honor and celebrate his life and the lives of all people who have lost their lives at the hands of racism by creating a world where no one ever loses their life to this disease again. Mm, powerful. Like I said, I just want to throw it out there so that we can all just sort of sit back and think of where we're at, what we've achieved and what more needs to be done. I think you said something very important there, which is just that honest reflection back on how far we've actually come. Um, I think it's important to hold those companies that all the companies that came out and said, yep, we're going to make it forefront that we're anti-racism, Black Lives Matter, all the things that they were saying. Um, what changes did they really make? Did we really see any? It's something we have to ask ourselves. I think it's an important question. Yes. In the meantime, let's be good. Mm. I just want to be good man but i can't seem to get myself together but i don't think you understand when i woke up this morning shivering mm -hmm. in my bed despite <laughs> being right next to the heater I, said, I just want to be good man, <laughs> that's really what i want for real for real man <laughs> there's nothing like being sick and just realizing how much you took for granted not being sick facts that's that's how that's how bruv one one blocked nostril will have you regret oh all god. the times you didn't praise the lord that you could breathe through your nose oh my god oh my god and that's a, it's crazy because you'll wake up the next day and you'll be able to breathe and you won't 
You won't think anything of it. Yeah. Hmm. That's why we Man. should be counting our blessings, naming them one by one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Sunday for real. It's really not. It's, I can promise you, it's not. It's a bank holiday Monday. Oh my god, it's actually bad. <laughs> Yo, look at my week just <laughs> rushed past me. This is crazy. This whole week has felt like a Friday. Like it's actually crazy. Since I finished, since we finished secondary school, I have not been able to keep track of the days. Yeah, that's because time is a social construct. Which as soon mm-hmm. as we we accept that and realize that all of this shit is a fucking facade that we've allowed mm-hmm. centuries of rich white people to tell us they operates this way like there is no fucking reason why we shouldn't have a four-day work week there's no reason why the minimum why a full-time job is cast as 35 hours plus there's no fucking reason other than the fact that someone decided that one day because it fits their capitalist agenda so everyone else under them should have to fall into that bracket and we just keep going and that is why as much as i want to trade him i can't i can't the moment we stand up it's it's riots and bullets and it's communist. Let me let me stop because um, there's how can how can I trade a player like that? Look at the untapped potential there. There's a whole deeper bracket that I can get into, but I'm not going to because it's oh Georgia, my goodness, it's, it's Georgia Smith time. <laughs> this guy said, like, "Give me the ball. Let me quickly ice. Let me try to get the ball." No, but in all seriousness, it's Georgia Smith mm. time, man. For real, um, for real. Let's get into it. This is addictive. There's no light in your eyes and you won't open them The hardest thing, you are not addicted to me I'm the only thing you should need You should be addicted to me The hardest thing, I am too selfless to leave That was the song Addicted off the EP Be Right Back by Georgia Smith. Be Right Back was released on May 14th, 2021. It comes in at eight songs, 25 minutes and 39 seconds. That's a fantastic length. That's it's right in that bread basket that I just love. Do you know what I'm saying? That's Mm -hmm. Chef's Kiss. It's almost like she made this project for me. Yeah, no, for you. (laughs) But you know me, man, I can always use more songs. Here was Raheem sat there, man, I love this, but... It's not 45 minutes, so now I hate it. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the review. <laughs> no, man. How, what do you think of this project for real? I like it, man. I like it. It's the first time we've heard from Georgia as a project um, since, obviously, her debut Lost and Found in 2018, which was one of my favourite R&B projects of the last decade. Um, mm. jo- Georgia as an artist is someone I'm a huge fan of. So when I heard that there was new Georgia dropping, my jaw dropped. All I hate sudden, this guy for real. All of, all of a sudden, I'm back on the trade block, innit? <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. How can you have a 40-point game and then follow up with a 10-turnover game? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But that's the thing. I dropped the 45 mm-hmm. while still giving up 15 turnovers by myself. <laughs> Yo, if a single player ever has 15 turnovers in the game, get them out of my league. No. I don't care if they drop 100 in that same game. Mm-hmm. Get them out of my league. Mm. Get him out of my league. I'm trying to create. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not my fault you're not in the same wavelength as me. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's not. Man, we have a whole training camp. Yeah, and you weren't there. You weren't working with me in the gym. You wasn't shooting mm. with me in the gym. Mm. I can't stand this guy. Yeah, let's let's, fo- <laughs> let's focus on Georgia. No, I I really liked um the EP. It was her 
it was her typical sort of vibe. It was it was the typical type of music that you expect from Georgia Smith. If you've listened to Georgia Smith, it was very stripped back, very instrumentative. Um, the vocals were her own, uh, very raw in the way that really only she does. And I think it's it's beautiful that she does that. And I, I enjoy it more and more every time. And yeah, it, it had everything from a Georgia Smith um, project EP that I would want. Like I said, the mm. vocals were where I want them to be, the instrumentation, and then the poignancy of her writing. It was emotive, it was poignant, it hit home, it was effective, it was efficient. Um, mm. I thought it was, I, I do really like it. It's a soothing project as well, um, mm. with, with the level of instrumentation that she uses, which is natural for Georgia. Um, so yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, a lot of the songs were singles that had been released previously. So like Addicted that mm-hmm. I just played was a single. I think some others had been released as singles too. So it wasn't like eight brand new songs that we had never heard before. But it was good to get some good to get some Georgia Smith in the bank. What about yourself? Um hmm, where do I start? Um it took a minute to grow on me, to be honest. It took a minute to grow on me, but it did. It really did. Um probably on the third listen where I was listening to it more for the vibe than I was for, okay, I have to talk about this album at the end of the month. And when I did that, yeah, no, it, it synced in what this album is. And what it is, is (laughs) I think the thing that I like most about this album is I can really hear the Sade influence. I can really, really hear the Sade influence. My God, Mike, just give him the MVP. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is a flu game for Are you wearing 12s right now? <laughs> I'm finished. <laughs> Fam, every song on this is like, you can tell she grew up listening to Sade and you can tell that she modelled her art after how Sade did her art. And it's really visible throughout the whole project. Um, I think when those things clicked in for me, this became a really enjoyable little EP. It became very enjoyable. Um, I would say from Georgia Smith, it's probably again. I did it. I played it. Um, on what was it? Where I'm from? On my mind. And that's I played on my mind. That's exactly I played on my mind. And that's that's the Georgia Smith I still miss. It's Georgia Smith that. Every time I put on any type of Georgia Smith project, I'm hoping to hear. And I haven't heard it in a while, but this new stuff is still very enjoyable. It's still very enjoyable. She's, she's definitely in her bag. I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, well, this is the bag. Like, the On My Mind was like a step out. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it, was, it was even a credit, a remix. Like, but, mm. like, this is her. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, this is, it's... Again, I've said it before on this podcast. If not, I've definitely said it to you off mic. Like, there's a reason that the two artists on my go to sleep bed playlist are Georgia Smith and and um, Janae because mm. it's this similar sort of just low key, stripped back, relaxation vibe with the buoyancy mm. and the messaging of what they're saying is like key. Like even like I said, look at the song that we just played the intro. This addicted like the hook. The hardest thing is you are not addicted to me. Man, like, man, wow, you know what I mean? Like, serious, serious vibes, and that goes into like so many people have had that conversation with like their significant others. It's just like, I feel like 
it's why it, it's that and, and I know we joke about it and clown on social media because it is clown shit but it's that mentality mm. where like you're laying with your girl and she's like if I was a table would you still date me like <laughs> <laughs> like that and, and I know again we clown it but that mentality of like I just want you to like be all about me in the way that I'm all about you and mm. the hardest thing about having this relationship with you is I feel like you're not addicted to me in the way that mm. I want to be addicted. I am addicted to you and I want to express that I'm addicted to you. I think mm. it's just like, again, the simplicity of the way she puts that, but then allowing it to really hit home and have an impact is so magnifique. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, no, I can't. There's nothing else I can even add. I think you did a really good job there of explaining it. Um, now, obviously, this project only has one feature. Um, which is my G, Shabo. Um, what did you think of it? I liked it. I liked it as a little change of pace um, type song. I think they did all right. Um, there's a video for that, actually, that I haven't watched. Mm. Have you? No. Okay. But yeah, there's a video for that. So you guys at home should watch it and let us know how it is. Send us a voice note um, about how that <laughs> video is. Why not? Um, but yeah, I think I liked it. It was a nice change of pace. Shabo did all right. Shabo did alright. She's that she can definitely do better. Like I, mm. it's not to say like this is like it's not little Kim on all about the Benjamins, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But, uh, it's a nice little it's a nice little burst, it's a nice little song. Um yeah, that's that's really all I got. Again, it's a it's a mm. nice it's a nice change of pace. And because this is obviously an EP and not like an album, it's obviously you want to be diverse and show different ranges. So it was mm. cool to see it was cool to see Georgia get in that bag, like as she does from time to time. She gets in that bag, she's different too. Mm. Mm. So, and like, that's a that's a gum body um yep. bag. Like, yeah, like, yeah. When she gets in that little bag. Mm. That's the thing. This feature for me, I don't know, maybe it's because Shaber has been so consistent for me anyway that I expect a certain level of greatness from her now. Um, so I was a bit disappointed. Because I expected this to be my favorite song on the album, um, which it wasn't, but it was a nice little change up in the vibe. Um, again, I think Chabo can come way stronger, way stronger. I think at this point now, when I see featuring Chabo, I'm expecting Chabo to say something that I'm just walking around my house and I'll just be repeating it by accident without even thinking because it was that hard. Um, but yeah, I like this. I like this with Shaber, I like this with Georgia. Um, I like if Shaber because obviously she's expanding her reach. She's working with bigger names now, and I love that. Um, I like it for Georgia because clearly she's trying to show that she has more to her game. What is your favorite song on the EP? Um, my favorite song would have to be. I think it would have to be addicted. Mm. It would have to be addicted. Um, I really like home. I really like digging, and I like weekend. Um, but I think Addicted is probably my favourite just because as you said, like just that hook is something about it that's, it grabs you in it grabs you in it's really, again, it's so simple but it's just facts it's just facts, and then the way that she delivers it, like the one thing that no one can ever say about Georgia is that she ever like (laughs) How fast is it with the singing or the vocals? She always comes so correct, so beautiful, so angelic that there's just something about it, man. There's really something about it. What about you? 
Um, I, I fuck with that. I would definitely go with Home for me. I think Home is like a really, a really nice single. I think the sort of messaging that she's getting at of sort of like, I had all these dreams of what my home life would be one day. But then like, I look at how life really is. And I'm just like, is that even what I want? Is that mm-hmm. even the way it can go? Like, I thought I'd be rich and said I'd have a family. Mm. Am I even really content with my husband and his family? Like it's all that type of, yeah, difficulty is like as you grow old and as you get older in life and you realise like, man, expectation versus reality is big, Fam. big. <laughs> it's, a, it's like, is that meme? Is that meme I saw the other day in it um, where it's just like when you're a child, you're there like, oh, I want to be a doctor, an engineer, uh. Uh, what's it called? Uh, what else they say? A musician and an actor, and then you get to what age twenty? You're just like, yeah, I just want to be happy. Like that's all I want for real. And then you realize and it's just that so happy- real. And that's when you realize that happiness is a facade and it doesn't mm. actually exist. But that's a mm. different conversation for me and my therapist. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> this nigga swears that everyone has to be depressed today. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. It will, it will, you'll, you'll be better off if you just accept the depression and don't try and strive for happiness. But again, that's a different conversation. <laughs> for me and my clinical psychologist at Arkham Asylum, where I now that's live. That's Arkham Asylum. <laughs> where I now live. Look how you describe Manchester. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do you, think you, do you think you could survive in Arkham? Yeah, facts. You could. Big facts. Fam, I'm telling you now, yeah, the Batman doesn't want to see me. Who would you align yourself with? Like, if you, if you, like, let's say you couldn't be a boss in Arkham, right? Let's say you couldn't be a boss in Gotham. Okay. Whose click are you going with? Joker's off limits. You can't be with Joker. Who are you going with? I wouldn't be with Joker anyway. I can't trust okay. that guy. All right. Um, I'll probably have to be with Bane. Mm. I can't which, be Penguin. No, but wait, which Bane? Are we talking about Tom Hardy's Bane or are we talking about mm. the cartoon Bane? Because the cartoon Bane's an idiot. No, no, it has to be Tom Hardy's Ben. Okay, cool. It has to be someone with intellect, and it's someone who's like five steps ahead. Oh, it can't cool. be Mr. Freeze or the Penguin because I don't be doing those cold environments. I can't do it. I'm already sick. You want Fair. me to get more sick? That's crazy. Um, again, the Joker is too much of a. He's too much of a liability. I can't trust what that guy's thinking. He might shoot me just for the fun of it. I can't do that. Um, and then the crocodile. I don't know. That's not my guy for real. Fair. Riddler? Mm. Huh? Riddler? That nigga be asking too many questions. Like, <laughs> Niggas, you the police. Fam. <laughs> what about you? Who would you align yourself with? Probably Poison Ivy, man. Look at this thirsty ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I just want... I need love. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I just need love. Like me and yeah, this, also. this guy has never part, planted a plant in his <laughs> life. <laughs> he said, "I'm gonna light myself with poison ivy." Yeah, yeah, nigga. I care about the environment. That's all she cares about is the environment. Like she's a humanitarian. She just liked me for real. For real. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's let's play. Finish. Let's play home. This that was yeah. So in in totality, we like people mm. back. It's a really nice EP. I'm really looking forward to see um, where Georgia continues to go and grow. Mm. Like I said, how how did you like Lost and Found, like the album in 2018? You know what? I've never actually listened to the whole project. Fair. Um, what I did listen to, I liked it. It felt like I was not the target audience, Fair. is what I'd say for it. Fair. That's fine. 
yeah, I think mm-hmm. Lost and Found for me, as I said, is it was one of my favorite R and B soul projects of the past decade, and it still remains that way. I listen to it frequently. It's frequently as I listen to like female R and B projects because I just feel like, again, her combination of the way she, the way she sings and her vocals and the no auto tune, like the raw, we get the raw mm-hmm. version, like straight from straight from her mouth straight onto straight into my ears, like, and same with then her stripped back um, sound and the sonics of it add into mm-hmm. the poignancy of her writing and her lyrics, I think is great. I've seen evolution on this tape here. Can't wait to see the next step. Georgia, if you hear this. We love you. We do. We really, really do. And I was going to say something salacious, but I respect you way too much. So way instead, too much. Instead, I'm just going to play home. One day I said I would be rich And I said I'd have a family Would I really be content With my husband and his family? Mm-hmm. What's worse than looking at my neighbors Pretending that they're happy mm-hmm. Alright man, it's time for project number two of the day Mmm I'm excited for this one. I'm so excited, man. I'm so excited. We're not even gonna, I'm not even gonna joke about, I'm not even gonna play around. Um, I'm just gonna give you this. It is Financial Times by Cam Thomas. Mm. At number five, Cam Thomas. Old hearted, mortgage books at 15. Like I had nephews, they called me uncle at 16. I just recognized if I wanted the life I visualized Then I would have to try to epitomize Covering the financial times I'm wearing suits but I got different ties Criminality I don't ostracize The past is past so we just live our lives Without much intent For your sins I repent And I'm venting cause I don't agree with the actions of my peers Starting at number 5 Cam Thomas mm. Um, Financial Times by Cam Thomas Released on May 7th, 2021 It is 9 songs, 23 minutes and 24 seconds Again, perfect Paul Olabai length Like right in that Paul Olabai breadbasket Nice, short, sweet But with the right amount of kick and the right amount of punch To make me feel like I've, I've, I've really digested something um, mm. Follow up to the 5 um, projects That we obviously reviewed on Track 17 where I'm from um huge huge rollout um amazing saw, rollout that we saw for this obviously posting five stickers posting the financial times posts like everything looking like it's a, a newspaper ad like big big rollout real anticipation from not only this project but a lot of people that we know and just from people across and then it released and kept your thoughts off man um it's funny you even say it, because um, obviously, obviously, I'm on the record for saying I liked longer projects. Um, before he released the track list, um, I said to myself that the perfect Cam Thomas album length for this project will be something that's probably less than ten songs, um, ten songs, something that's really poignant, straight to the point, and just kicks. And that's exactly what he did. That's exactly what he did. Um, the rollout for this project, I must say that my expectations were sky high. They were sky high. And I was, they were so high that at a point, 
I scared myself into thinking that Cam Thomas might not deliver the way that I'm expecting him to now deliver. Because when someone treats their artistry so seriously, like just seeing him taking those pictures, posting those pictures on Instagram, everything was, you know, Wall Street vibes, financial time vibes. Um, again, the newspaper, like you said, the CD being the vinyl, like everything, everything about this project was taken so seriously. And I could see that from where I was sitting to where my expectations got so high that I was scared he wouldn't hit the mark. And he proved me wrong. Literally, the second that that first skit ended and got into the music, I said, okay, okay, okay. Cam Thomas did it. He did exactly what I needed him to do. Last time we spoke about Cam Thomas, I said that, yep, I'm interested to see what he does next. Um, in the same episode, we spoke about Emil Cartel. I said, Emil Cartel's made me a fan. I said, I'm interested to see where Cam Thomas goes next. Cam Thomas has now made me a fan. That's it. Like, I trust that. I trust whatever he's going to do musically, I'm going to like. So I'm going to download it now. <laughs> it's not a question of listening to it and then downloading it. That's it. He has my full trust, my full respect. Everything about this project from top to bottom, I loved. I loved. That download shit is serious. Because even like I, even the way you just said that, like I, I really trust you enough that I'm going to let you take up space on my phone. Yep. I'm going to let you take up storage space. Bam. Serious. Not a lot of people serious. get that. Not a lot of people get that privilege. No, that's facts. Cam, um, you hit the shit out of the fucking park, man. Man. You hit the shit out of the fucking park, man. Salute to you. Salute to everyone over there on that little team. Um, again, the the rollout was fucking phenomenal. Like, Bam. Fucking phenomenal. Like, you don't see rollouts like that, whether it's big rollouts on people on big majors or like Cam, where you're just like independent, doing it on your own shit. Um, mm-hmm such an impressive rollout and then to follow up a really impressive rollout with a great body of work man music that you can keep coming back to that you do want to keep coming back to that you do want to listen to like i just play that financial times and as soon as i starting if i can thomas and then man. Boom, and man. Raps. great rapper too great rap like, oh I my think, god like i think we said it on where i'm from but i just want to really compound so again the people who may not have listened or who may hear this and may think why should i listen this is a he's a really great rapper like he's mm. a really really good rapper and i'm not just saying that like he genuinely the schemes that he he's able to construct and portray and then the way he's able to like tell whatever story he wants to tell on each individual mm-hmm. song and find new ways to tell it and be refreshing it's so dope so dope like i really heavily fuck with it like it's amazing it's it's fa- it's fantastic there's actually no other way to put it other than he hit out the park you say perfectly he hit out the park um obviously in the lead up to this um in the little conversation that i had with him obviously he said um i'm not sure if you saw the message even mm-hmm. he said that he feels like he left um he left a lot of things off but he's really proud of this project him saying he left a lot of things off and the album feeling this complete, this concise. I'm interested to see what they made the cut, man, because <laughs> this album, even just the skits. Yeah. Now saying that, saying that, Cam, if you're listening, if you're listening, that second skit gets on my nerves. It tricks me every time. Every single time. What is it? The verse life skit mm-hmm. where the phone rings at the beginning 
Every mm. single time I have to take my phone out, like, oh, who's, calling, <laughs> who's interrupting my album? <laughs> is, is this the time to call me? Like, what are you? <laughs> but nah, man. I even like that conversation. Just, oh, yeah. Um, it sounds a bit metally here. But I love it. I love it. Like, yeah. It's just amazing. And then the second time I listen to those songs, I'm trying to hear what the producers hear. I love it. I love the construction of this album, man. Yeah. Is amazing, yeah. and then we get to the content manner and how he varies it throughout the project. Yeah, the content's deep, man. Because even that song that they're talking about on the versus life skit, and then we go into identity crisis, and like mm-hmm. the way Cam's able to like really depict what it's like to be going through an identity crisis, where you're like, it's it's very similar, and you will you knowing me will know that me putting this name and making this connection is deep. It's very similar. The way in which he depicts identity crisis is very similar to the sort of messaging that Cole was doing on Middle Child. Mm, Where it's mm. like, I'm in between, I'm going, I can go this way, I can go that way. And then identity crisis too. Even like, I don't know if this was intentional, but the frenetic way in which Cam is rapping on identity crisis, like even the way he does a hook, like it's, in, it's an identity crisis in this life of mine. Like that's the way your mind works when mm. gears are just turning like mm-hmm. you know what i mean and to be able to like depict that on song um so appropriately big big deal like big props that takes it, it I th- again i'm i'm saying very similar things to what i said on where i'm from um but like the craft like the the skill in his craft is very so impressive for so impressive and like he's like he said in one of this one of the tracks like who you know from my city doing it like this fam fam who you know and listen listen i liken it to when hove hove has a bar where it says who else who you know moving units is m pimp juice and us you know mm. what I'm saying? What Cam is saying there is who you know doing it like this it's two stubborn nigerians and us like come that's on, man. It. that's really come what on, you man. say it come on man i didn't i didn't say it it's on the music you can go and listen to it he said it <laughs> For real though, do you know what it is? I think knowing that he's from Milton Keynes, even giving Milton Keynes the shout out he did on the um, opening skit. Stop, 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 sorry, 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 sorry. I have to go. Because he, there was, bro, he said, I get love from out of town niggas more than, and there are people who think they're going to come to the top with me. Fam. Fam. I love it. I love this. That, There's that not enough good things I can say. That line, he said, yo, I get love from OT niggas more than people in my own town. And they're the ones who think they're going to come and stand at the top with me. Mm. He was speaking to me, bro. Mm. Bam. Let me not talk about when we check our stats. Let me not talk about it. Because there was a time period there where we said, yo, it's crazy that these markets are bigger than the Milton Keynes market. But that's a different conversation. In fact, it's not. That's a conversation for today. Milton Keynes niggas, step your game up. Step your game up. You niggas don't want to see niggas shine from your city. That's crazy. And maybe you could shine like the way Cam's shining on this man. For, for oh my god, I get there's not enough good things I can say about this project. It is so complete, so concise. There isn't any wasted energy on this album. No, it's structured really well. The skits are put in nice places. Um, they like flow well. Like two song skit, two song skit. And the skits feel like they should be there. Yeah. In the right little place to, to sort of push sort of push you and section you into the next, you know, part of the project. Um, 
And then, yeah, each time he just hits it with his rapping, with his content, with the way he speaks, with the way he uses his voice. Like, big, big, big ratings for this project. Really, I really do rate this project highly in the projects I've had this year in, like, all of rap, honestly. I completely agree. I completely agree. Completely. I think... I don't know if it's possible. I would love to talk about to Cam just about this album. I'd love to. Yeah, hopefully. this album. Like we speak about wanting to be in studio sessions. I would love to be in the studio. I would have loved to be in the studio when he was writing and recording Deadstock. I, you know, yeah, I wouldn't even want to be in this. It's not a studio I want to be in. I would want to be in like the just the um when he was explaining his ideas for either the project or the rollout. Mm. Do you know what mm. I mean? And to see the reaction, because I can imagine, like, it's like, I, again, I'm using me as an analogy just because I, I can see it, but it's like when I say, like, oh, yeah, I have an idea for a podcast. And you can mm. see some people looking at you crazy and then mm. other people who get it. And, like, how did you convince the people who are looking at you crazy to be on the side of the people who get it? Mm. Do you know what I mean? I would love mm. to see. I would love to see that because a lot of work went into all of this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you said, from the CDs being a vinyl to like the packages that he was sending out to people, to the album cover, to the newspaper shit, like a lot of heads had to be involved in crafting this. Mm. And so, like, how? What were the conversation? I would love to hear those conversations aside from just the music shit, because but I think. All- all of it goes into making this project what I feel like it is. I think that's a big part of why I love this album so much. Um, it would have been very easy to phone, not even phone it in, but to do half of the work that it seemingly went into this to put on a normal CD, to not do the rollout with it, to literally just, uh, this is my new project, I'm dropping it. It would have been very easy. And I probably we probably still would have come in here and loved the album because the album's good anyway. But all that extra effort that went in, I can see that where he envisions himself going is way higher. And I really, I'm excited to see the journey. I'm excited that we're seeing the journey from early. And I expect that, I expect him to reach some of those goals, man. I really do. What's the song that the people in Nevada need to go and listen to? Deadstock. Deadstock. Very easy. Um, One of my favorite songs off this project. Um, a lot of the time I want to go straight to literally song number three, Dead Stock. Um, but I'll stop myself and say, nope, this album is way too it flows too nicely for me to jump straight to Dead Stock. But when Dead Stock comes on, oh my god. Oh my god, you can just hear the passion. The passion, every single line that he comes with. I love it. Facts. He even says on Dead Stock, like this is Dead Stock because you ain't getting anyone else rapping like this. Fam. He's too good. He's too, like, this is, I'm so impressed. Yeah. And I've really, it's taken a lot of discipline for me not to come in on other episodes that we've done recently mm-hmm. and not just give him all the praise for this album and mm-hmm. just wait for the end of month wrap up. Excellent. It's taken so much discipline, but man, give him all the flowers, man. Big facts. Big but what about you? Facts. What's your favorite song? Curtain Call. Mm, I knew it. That- I love when a great plan comes together, man. I love when niggas mm. just, just close it out correctly. Yeah. I mean, that, that's yep. it. That's it. Like cool. I said, yo. More importantly than closing it out correctly, when you close it out correctly after opening it up perfectly. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just 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 wrap it up. Put a, a nice little bow in it. Put the cherry on top of the sundae. Like put the icing on top of the cake. Like whatever it is. Put the like put the plantain on top of the rice. Like whatever it is. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? <laughs> What, Yo, we what, did so well to stay serious. What did for I say? So long, <laughs> and then this nigga said plantain on top of the nigga. Get a grip. <laughs> Can is we that not, not be what serious? you do? Do you what? Do you put a plantain in the bowl first? Like what? <sighs> exactly. Um, yeah, nah. I, I I just thought he did. He did great there. And like I said, Kyle Cool. I love you know me, man. I love albums that finish off strong. Mm. When I feel like you save your best rapping performance for the last song, which I think you should like. And like Kevin Feige doesn't save the biggest action scene for the, for the first, <laughs> like for the first minute, like you know what I mean? Like he'll save the big mm. action scene for the end. Like they'll mm. save the the dramatic scene or the cliffhanger for the end. Like mm. save the big shit for the end and your best shit for the end, and you send me home happy. I fuck with it, man. I love Kurt and Cool. I really like this whole project. Cam, mm. if you do hear this, just big salutes, big shout out to you, like. And, and everyone over there, even the production on this shit. Oh my god, oh my god, we didn't even get into it, but the beat selection, yeah, man, man, big big fans, big big fans. If you cannot tell, everyone at home, like highly highly recommend Financial Times by Cam Thomas. Again, it's only twenty three minutes. It's really not long, but it, you'll you'll take a lot from it. And you'll enjoy listening to it, but again, you'll enjoy listening to it, and you'll take some shit from it. Like you'll learn, mm. you'll learn, and yeah, man, I fuck with that. Um, real. So we're gonna close this out. This is Carton Call. Said, baby, this is my calm, cool The outcome is really not my concern at all I leave that all in God's hands And I say that in good faith Sometimes I deviate from what I should say And that's just cause I'm human That don't make me any less My life rarely ever turns out the way we expect If I ever give the labels a fraction Say it was nice to meet you But I'ma need that core bell Like I'm a wide receiver I don't think I really need you Alright, on to the final album of the day it's a, this is an album um, that was by an artist who is new to me, new to you. Yep, yep. So new to us both, um, stumbled upon it, and we'll get into that a little bit more. But this is Matt Comey, and the album is entitled Pray for Haiti. And I'm going to start us off with the song No Blood, No Sweat. Playing with my government and all that. Griselda, Griselda, Griselda. They saying that I'm top one, more or less the best Let's travel through the vortex, when Gore-Tex was a flex Used to rock the 4X, I thought Hex, you vex Texting like a scorn X, well I'm getting neck Only concern is getting more checks Got some jungle gym gorilla heads that do it for reps And if you want war, niggas that bring it to your doorstep That was No Blood, No Sweat Off the album Pray For Haiti by Mac Homie um, the album mm. was released on May 21st, 2021. It comes in at 16 songs, 39 minutes and 19 seconds. Nice length, solid length, not too long. Probably right in the, I probably think your 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 favorite vein of album lengths, correct? Perfect, perfect album length, perfect. Again, again, this is an artist who neither of us knew about before listening to this project. Um, I found out about him because Westside Gun promoted this, Westside Gun EP'd this project um, 
West, West Side Gun and Mac actually have a long history. They had a falling out for a while, and this was their reunion um, tape of sorts. Um, so they were back in the lab together, back in the studio together, and they got the Griselda stimulus package, man. You see the artwork, you see the promo it's getting, you see the, the recognition it's getting. Again, for this to be the first time I've had a Mac, and Mac has a long tenured history, um, tells you that like that Griselda stimulus package is serious. Mm-hmm. Um, so here we are with this new album. And um, what are your thoughts? Before we start, because obviously you just gave me a lot of new information about him as well. Because again, I'm I'm brand new to Matt Homie. I didn't I've never heard of him before this album. Um, is he a Griselda artist then or not? Yeah, he is a Griselda artist. He was. Um, right. Okay. Because this album's amazing. Mm-hmm. This album's amazing. Um, obviously, I didn't. I hadn't even heard of it, but you said it's one of the albums that we could review for the end of the month. I said, All right, let me give it a listen. And I fell in love with it so quickly, mm-hmm. so quickly. Um, it's just really good. It's just really, really, really good. Um, it had like Griselda feel throughout. Um, I believe it's, what is it? It's um, fully... Uh, Deuce and bear with me. I'm probably gonna butcher a bunch of names because I don't speak the language. Um, but is one of the first song number three featuring Westside Gun, and um, Keisha that Plum. is the first. Hmm? And Keisha Plum, and Keisha Plum, and is clearly I haven't even checked, but I'm so confident in saying that it's produced by Alchemists, the Alchemists. Like the second I heard that beat, I was like, yeah, no, that has to be the alchemist. It has that Griselda feel where it's just, yeah, spooky. Spooky. But he also he shows versatility similar to um it's similar to Stove God Cooks to me. His versatility is similar to Stove God Cooks. That's why I asked if he was part of Griselda. Um, because to me, this second wave of artists like Griselda are clearly pushing. I can't lie, like they're showing me the ability that they might, I might start looking at them as greater than the first wave artists they, they pushed because all of them so far have shown me something special, something very special. This Pray for Haiti album, I love it. Well, what about you, man? I'm a big fan of it too, man. It's really great rap, it's really good music. The production's there, the rapping's there, it, it's, it's really, really good. It sort of fits into veins of like, I've seen people like um, compare it to Raekwon's Only Built for Cuban Link. And, and that is high praise because that's one of the greatest albums I've ever heard in my life. And this mm. is, it's, it's really fucking good. Like it's really, even just the simplicity of like one of the skits called Creole, track 13 is called Creole. And like yeah. just delving into the history of the Haitian language and the Haitian people mm. of Creole, like again, informative, like seriously informative and, and forces you as you're listening to learn some shit like and this and this is going to be a callback but this is the type of thing that i was talking about when i said i didn't like the um judas and the black messiah ep like um soundtrack because this album is called pray for haiti he's obviously of haitian creole descent and he didn't didn't even necessarily do it on every track although there's a lot of different pieces of of education of like issues in haiti and and and, and haitian heritage and haitian history on this but even if it's just to take the time to do a singular song 
where it's a skit. It's not a short skit. Like it goes on for a bit where you're just educating your audience on some mm. shit. Like you learn some shit and then to follow that up with au revoir. I, I, I just really like this project, the synergy of it. Again, the, the West Side Gun, there's a reason he was artist of the year last year from the Sustam Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And it's because he's able to curate sounds and anthems and moments just like the, he does on this project where his artists are able to just like be their best, best selves. And that is a special, special skill. And Mac does that here. Does that. Yeah. This is a great project. Mm. Mm. What do you think of the features? I like them. They were simple, they were short, it wasn't a lot. Um, Wes, Keish, um, the girl Fahim, and Melanie Charles on Au Revoir is beautiful. You should really listen to mm. Au Revoir track. I think it's sensational. It's amazing. Um, yeah, I think they're good. Wes comes and Wes, again, is someone who like understands the assignment. Like he didn't he didn't come on here and do like he didn't come on here and do come here, bitch. Like he came and <laughs> He came and rapped the way he needed to rap on this because he understood the assignment and and he mm. got it and yeah he, it it was good it's a it's a really good project all of it's really good mm. and I like the fact that it wasn't a lot of crazy stupid names like that like it's just keep it a short sweet Keish Plum Westside Gun keeping the family mm. and and then um, the guy Fahim like another one just keeping keep it in house someone who you're close with and then boom jam it out. Mm. You said you, you know, love it. Um, you, you said you love it. Why did you? Why do you love it? Um, so I was just about to say, man, it has a veteran type of feel to it. Like this is the first time I'm hearing Matt Comey, but and you know, if you hadn't said it, if you hadn't have said it, I wouldn't have known. Um, but obviously, you said that he's been here for years now, um, and it has that feel to it. And I think that's one of the first. How can I put it? I liken it back to when I heard Will Jordan be good for the first time. You know, it's the first time I'm hearing him. I know yeah, he has projects from before that, but it's the first time I'm hearing him and I'm hearing really, really, really not polished. I don't want to say polished, but um, it's like, yo, this is amazing work. For the first time I'm hearing you as well, this is like phenomenal. I can believe, like, I'm expecting way way less polished work when the first time I heard certain artists um so for this to be the first time I'm hearing him and it's coming out to this quality it just blew me away like I didn't even have a second to catch my bearings and say oh all right cool um you know I feel this way about it or or he could sharpen up here now like we get straight into it 26th letter and he just starts rapping it's like oh okay this is a rapper rapper like this guy's not here to play around um it's part of the reason why I say like the second wave of artists like Griselda are pushing. Very similar to Stove God Cooks. Very similar to Stove God Cooks in that they came out the gate swinging. And I love it when albums do that. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. No, I fuck with you. I do. I, I agree with you. You can tell the seasonness of his rapping. And, and maybe this was the project that just like needed the stars to align. And, and it can now just go to the moon. Um, Because this is really, really fucking good. Like, his skill is really on play. His punchlines was was key. Like, every now and again, you just slip in a quick punchline. Like, a lot of these niggas, Big 12, like the March Madness. I was like, okay, cool. Like, this nice little punchline. Like, got lawyers on retainer, just like an orthodontist. Like, what? 
but what was that? retainer just like an orthodontist like come on man what was that line he said hit a nigga twice like madonna i was like okay yeah yeah hit a nigga okay. twice like the madonna i was like yeah. <laughs> see that is topical too like speaking to <laughs> the times that we are in <laughs> right, it's gonna be really sick to see some of the covid bars that come out yeah yeah good ones too not like the stupid one the fat jar proud but yeah <laughs> Like good ones, like where where Kiss was like, everybody woke now. Like, COVID nineteen is to stand for the dope now. I said, <laughs> that is that is a conversation. We need to get a New York nigga on because I need to ask every like no one from New York will say that Jada Kiss is the best rapper like of all time, right? They yeah. Ask anyone from New York who their favorite rapper is. It's always Jada Kiss. I wonder yeah. why. And I don't know why. Like. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I just want to know why. Like, I get it, but I just want to know why. Like, but kiss are you even allowed to be from? You're not allowed to be from New York and say that anyone other than is Jada greater kiss. than. You're not allowed to be from New York and say that anyone other than Jada Kiss is your favorite rapper. Yeah, no, you're not. You're not. Then, but but you're also you're not, not allowed to say that anyone any... greater than Jay Z or Biggie. Um, or Biggie. Yeah. It's a tricky but then, situation. But then, but then you're also not allowed to be from New York and say that Nas wasn't the godsend. Like, he wasn't you, who wasn't the one who was meant to be balanced <laughs> to the force. I just need to move to New York, for real. I'm already there. My heart's bro, already my there, heart, for real. Bro, my heart is already there, man. <laughs> I should be right there next to Spike Lee booing the Knicks. <laughs> I can't wait until the Knicks fall back to normalcy. That bum-ass nigga Julius there's Randall. Way, there's way too much hate in your heart for someone who was a 12 seed. Yeah. You got to remember, I was a 15 seed for many years. I knew how to be humble. You need to go back to, you know what I'm saying? Until you're back in it, you need to chill. There's way too much hate in your heart for someone who is in the player. You can even make a player, man, to go. Aye, aye. So, Paul, what, you playing us out today? (laughs) You playing us out? Aye, cool. Nigeria never can. Yeah, let's wrap this up. (laughs) Nigga trying to come for my team. No, your team came. Let's just wait. Your your team. No, no. Let's just wait. Let's just wait. Let's just wait. Your team came for themselves by being bummed. Listen. But anyway, man, Matt Homie. No, I do think this is a really good project, and I do think that um, I think people should go out and give it a listen. I don't think they will, but I do hope people do because there's rapping here and like that. I feel like you should take him. Mm. Mm. Yeah, for sure. People need to go listen to this. This is. A lot of people will a lot of people on the TL um in different places like they like to make those claims that you know rap isn't what it used to be or we missed the golden era. Fam, you're not you're not looking hard enough. Because Matt Comey is right there. Yeah, no, but it's also like I and like this is even before we had the podcast. Like I said that to you, like when we were at like was like maybe April or May last year, and you were like, Man, I don't feel like rap has even been good this year, like it's really only been R and B. I said it to you at the time, like, but there's a whole conglomerate of the niggas who are rapping, rapping right now who you maybe just aren't listening to. And then mm. maybe two months later is when you start listening to Benny, Conway, and all of a sudden you're realizing, oh, wait, no, rap has been here. It's just about who yeah. you're actually listening to. Um, mm. But so we were talking, obviously, prior to, to recording, and you were saying that this album was tough because you sort of just let it rock. And so you don't even really know the names or which single relates to which. Um mm. But do, do you think that speaks to like sort of the seamlessness of the project? For sure, for sure. Um, there's no point, and it's a tough one because there will be times where a song will be so great 
that will make me look down on my phone and say, what is this? So I know exactly where to go next time. Um, but this project as a whole, similar to what I said with Cam Thomas, it's, um, it's a project that I never really want to start from the middle. Mm-hmm. I always want to start from song one and let the whole thing rock. Again, it's 39 minutes, so it's not too long. Um, and because I just let the whole album rock, there is obviously that leeway for, oh, okay, I know I like this song, but I don't know what the name of the song is. Um, but saying that, yeah, no, this album is very concise and it flows so nicely, so nicely from song to song. Even the skits, they flow nicely into each skit. Everything is just, it's really polished. The veteranism is there. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I would recommend, if I can recommend the songs to people, man, I recommend, I'd like to recommend too. Um, Au Revoir, which I've already spoke about, it's just a beautiful song. Cold. Just just cold, like the production of it and then the way Mac sort of just comes on and just sits nicely in, in the pocket is really dope. Also, mm. just in terms of like messaging and, and, and really like skill, Criminal um, mm. is a really dope song. Like there, there's a level of, of desperation which he sort of like articulates in that song really well, like talking about being unable to eat, like not being able to sleep. Like the, it, it, it's just, there's a emotive emotiveness to that song, which I think I can't do justice in words. It can only be done justice mm-hmm. through your ears hearing what Mac really has to say and how he really crafts that song together. So I would suggest that if you're not going to listen to the whole thing, I really think you should go out and listen to Criminal because it may be one of the best sort of rap songs I've heard so far this year. Mm-hmm. Mm. And if not those two, Rami, yeah. featuring Westside Gun, cold. Cold, 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 cold. The whole album is just cold. The whole album is great. It's it, it's really going to be up there. It'll be similar to me for like last year, The Price of Tea and Trying, The Price of Tea and Trying Up by Baldy J. Mm-hmm. I thought was, I thought was one, I thought it was the best rap album of last year, honestly. Um, it just didn't make like odds or two Seven Nigerians cut. I think this will probably be one of those where it's like, you go to the right sources, they're going to tell you this is the best rap album of the year type thing. Mm. And, and I've already seen people do that, like Maul, uh, formerly of the Joe Biden podcast, um, soon to be of the Rory and Maul show, um, mm. or Maul and Rory show. I don't know which way they're going with that. I have no idea. Couldn't tell um, you. Couldn't tell you. But yeah, he he put it out maybe a few days after this album came out saying it's one of the best albums he's ever heard in his life, um, which is saying something. So mm. I think like this will definitely be there'll be a definite pocket of hip hop fans who'll say this is one of the greatest albums, at least this year, if not mm. in a long time. And when it'll you listen to there. when you listen to it, I think you'll be able to see why. Mm. Mm. For sure. Yeah, that's that's that. And to, to play you out, I've mentioned it a couple of times now. So here is Au Revoir by Matt Common. Oh, why pussy nigga goodbye? Oh, why pussy nigga bye bye? Bye bye. Oh, why? Oh, why pussy nigga goodbye? Oh, why pussy nigga bye bye? Bye bye. And I tell him this Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black Yeah Uh-huh, yeah Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black Yo, 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 look, look Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black Spent about two racks on handmade new racks Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black That's everybody from sports to college class to rap
Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Matt, so... Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. And now I know... Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. In my soul, I ain't gonna, gonna know... I need you to know. Mm-hmm. Even when we're sick, we're still gonna come and deliver. That's crazy. Come on, man. The show must go on. <laughs> oh, man. Um... I have a I have a new black business for you guys today. Period, I'm excited. Yeah. This one I've been wanting to talk about it for a minute, but I said no, nah, I'm gonna wait until they launch. Um, they launched last week, and it's a business called In Your Feelings. This is <laughs> this got me in my feelings. Fam. Amara, <laughs> do you love me? Sorry. <laughs> Yo. This company is Cards for the Culture. And man, all their cards just they're just promoting black love, black comedy, everything black. I just love it. I just I love this company. I love what they're trying to embody and the market that they're trying to fill. If that makes sense. You know, you get no one really thinks about the fact that we celebrate our birthdays with just generic cards that we don't really design our own cards for our own culture you know we just take whatever um so i love that they're filling that gap and everyone should go support them the link will be in the description father's day is coming up i will say that again father's day is coming up the same love that you guys give to mums on mother's day fathers should also be getting because fathers be working fathers be working your friends are having birthdays and you're getting them cards. Be getting them cards for the culture. By in your feelings. This nigga wants a Father's Day. This nigga wants a Father's Day gift so bad. bad. Like Do you know how much I'm gonna be hurt if my child doesn't give me a Father's Day? Oh my god! If you get me socks for Father's Day, you got my house. All right, my father's, my house. My Father's Day gift is you getting drafted. Like that. That's my <laughs> Father's Day gift is you leaving the house and going to the gym and putting up ten thousand shots. That's crazy. And not coming back until you made 65% of your shots. Mm. I want you to be criminally efficient. Mm. Or that, um, but will they be above six foot? Huh? Will they be above six foot? <laughs> Who do you think you're talking to, man? <laughs> Listen, man. Shout out Kelly Price. Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Everybody else in my sixth album, my last. I'm super sick of this business. My daughter missing me, nigga. The whip is bullying, repelling, but they gonna kill me with tax. Niggas mm. really on clout. They ain't checking for stats because we're a decade about giving niggas decade and rap. Respect mm. is in order. And if you hate me bad, do it loud. I root for everybody black. Haters say that's crazy. Wow. With Kelly Price going that crazy? Haters say that's crazy. Wow. Oh my goodness. Haters say that's crazy. Wow. All right, man, we've made it through. So let's give them these recommendations and go home because my nigga got mm. the flu. 
Yeah, so come to that time of the podcast, we'll be going to our music libraries and pull out some recommendations for the week that we think you should go away and listen to. Um, and mm. this podcast is no different because this is obviously the bedrock which the whole podcast was founded upon. This is yes, the sir. white. This is the white whale which we built, built our two stubborn Nigerian cinematic universe behind. Um, <laughs> why are you laughing? What did I say that was funny? <laughs> That's a cinematic universe. Okay, audiastic <laughs> universe. Like, thank you. Calm, fine. Whatever. Like, <laughs> so, I said, not on YouTube. No, they're like, God. Um, <laughs> That's facts, though. Yeah, what's your recommendation? Man, um, I'm going to be recommending the song Gone to November by Rod Wave. Jeez. Um, this is a song I've had on repeat this week, man. This song is, it hits different. Um, yeah, different. I need to stop saying that because you're, you're really always going to say that later. You've really <laughs> Um, now nah, gone to November. It's it's just it's what Rod Wave is to me, man. Um, is that melodic type of vibe, whilst also being like him at, actually talking about something. The content matter is there. Um, it's just a vibe in general, man. Everyone should go listen to Gone to November by Rod Wave on the new album Soulfly. Uh, but Paul, what is your recommendation for the week? My recommendation is an album entitled A Z E B. It's actually an EP. A Z E B by Mariba. Um, Mariba is an artist too. If you were smart last year, you listened to a project by Spillage Village called Spillagen, and she mm. provided a lot of vocals on that tape. Um, she's a phenomenal vocalist and she released um, this latest EP just this past month, May 26th, actually. Um, seven songs, 21 minutes. It's a beautiful EP. Basically take pretty much damn near everything I said about Georgia Smith in the initial mm. segment and copy and paste it and put it here. Mm. But add an American accent to it. Okay. And that, and that is, is is my recommendation. Mariba A-Z-E-B, the EP. And just like that. 33 in the books. <laughs> That's crazy. So we're two away from 35. It's away from 35. Who could have guessed it? Not me. <laughs> Man. Huh. We're gonna get out of here because I I'm tired as hell. So cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're playing us out? Yeah, I got this time a Melanie Fiona featuring Jacob. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. So Whilst you guys listen to the smooth stylings, the smooth stylings that Paul's about to provide, I want you guys all at home to remember that even in sickness, Nigeria never carries last. Peace and love.
felony uh -huh. We both hot, I guess we couldn't take the jealousy uh -huh. All in my ear, I had my homeboys telling me How to be a player, we fell off like Bill Bellamy MTV, shh. we used to watch Law and Order, NBC shh. But now I'm watching Solo on some empty seats Thinking of you, I got a lot more drinking to do Reminiscing, though I seen it coming, yeah, I had a premonition Right beside each other and somehow felt distant Let's rewind back when days were sunny like Liston Your smile just glisten, your booty like a cushion Is this the moment where we making up? And realize we tripping forever breaking up And then I break you off, put you to sleep Know it's deep when the girl of his dreams is the same when the wake him up This time I'm 